What's going on? We are live Friday afternoon, 12 p.m. You guys doing today? Big recruiting weekend for Florida State this weekend. A lot going on. Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about some of the folks on campus this weekend. Nice day. Hopefully you guys are getting close to your weekends. Hopefully that's something that you guys are enjoying. <laughs> Who isn't ready for the weekend? Um, but a lot going on today. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. Do us a favor. Make sure you hit that share button. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching on the replay and you haven't already. I'd assume the first several people in here are already subscribers. That's how you guys get in here early. Um, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button um, if you are subscribed, and we'll get after it today. A lot of folks on campus this weekend. I want to try and get some folks in here before we start rolling real hard and real heavy. A lot of folks on weekend. Florida State putting back, putting together back-to-back. -back. Is it too much to say elite? Is it too much to call these elite recruiting weekends? Nobody popped last weekend. Nobody committed. But they had a lot of stars on campus last weekend, and they've got a lot more this weekend. It's probably even better. And then I've heard next weekend is also going to be pretty special as far as a recruiting visit weekend. The kids that Florida State's getting on campus right now seem a little different than what Florida State was getting this time last year. I want to talk about that a little bit. Want to answer any questions? Pat Sertain made official this week. I think that's something that we can certainly talk about a little bit. He's already on the trail recruiting his tail off and getting after it. I think that's something we certainly are happy about. Certainly happy that he is moving and shaking there. There's been a lot of talk this week about conference realignment. want to talk about that with you guys a little bit, get your thoughts, get you guys' comments on that. There's some people saying that, Things are imminent. Things are just about to happen, not about to happen, whatever. I don't know that anything's imminent, but we can certainly talk about that. And then the Rashada and Cormani McLean stuff. We can we can talk a little bit about the rivals today. Talk a little bit. I saw Rashada officially let out of his letter of intent. McLean flips to Colorado. That was a bad, 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 badly kept secret. But he flips to Colorado yesterday, and we've got that going as well. Um, do us a favor. If you haven't already, hit the like button, hit the thumbs up button. People are starting to filter in here. We'll get after it um, right now. We'll get started, and we'll get going. But do me a favor. Hit that like button. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure that you are subscribed. Okay, Florida State, a lot of talent on campus this weekend. A lot of excitement around recruiting. Florida State has had a pretty good little hot streak the last few weeks. Ever since they, well, honestly, ever since they lost that Clemson game, has just about everything for the Knowles gone right? Feels that way. Feels like a lot has gone right since then. Pretty much every target they wanted in the portal they went and got. Or we're not getting any comments. Are the comments not on? You guys have the, we have the comments on on here. Let's see. Let's look at this real quick. Is this on private? No, it's on public. No comments today. A bunch of people in here, but nobody commenting. Maybe I just can't see it. Let me go over the, the, the video over here. Or maybe you guys just don't want to talk to me. 
But it does feel like everything since that Clemson loss this year has turned up pretty good. Florida State wins six games in a row to finish out the season. We get a whole bunch of guys. There we go. There we got some comments coming in. We get a whole bunch of guys back thanks to the battle's end. Everybody that Florida State wanted in the portal came, and then you upgraded your DB coach. It's been a good run of news. It's been a good last several weeks for Florida State. Things have calmed down a little bit, but now can that translate to recruiting? Can that translate to getting those elite high school recruits? Florida State's got an excellent chance. Somebody last week asked over under on two and a half five stars. And I said under because I said I thought we'd get two. Again, remember eight teams in 2023 got two or more five-star recruits. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. There were several, right? 18, Miami was one of them, got, five, got two or more. So you're telling me over under, I took the under at two, but I think there's some, I think there is a chance that the Knolls get to three. I think more than three would be pretty nuts. I think if Florida State has a good year this year, you could see them get to three five stars in the class. If you look at who they're targeting, right? And right now you already have Cameron Davis committed. He's going to be on campus this weekend. You also have Charles Lester, who I think a lot of people feel really good about Florida State for. Steve Whitfong basically said that Florida State, I don't want to misquote him, but people feel really good about Charles Lester, the number three cornerback in the country. feel like that might be Florida State's to lose right now. I'm not saying that they're going to win the recruitment out. A lot of people feel good on Trader. Jordan Pride's a kid that is a high four-star safety out of Bluntstown, Florida, that maybe, I mean, he's the 64th ranked nationally. So he'd have to jump up 32 spots to get a five-star. I'm not saying he gets it, but he's committed right now. He's a fringe four or five-star kid, getting pretty close being a top 64 kid. I think that's really, really, I think you're seeing good things there. Can it translate to the high school level? Can it translate to that high school recruiting? And can you pull those elite kids in there? If you do, this, this program, there is no ceiling. I put a video. I don't want to go down that track. I don't, I don't know if we're ready for that quite yet on the live. Hey guys, if you're in Tallahassee, anybody in Tallahassee, y'all shoot me. I'll read some of these questions here in just a minute. Anybody in Tallahassee? Um, I have a question. Hit me, a, hit hit the comments if you're in Tallahassee. Um, but let's keep rolling. Got some questions here. We'll go over how many guys come out on a given weekend. So if you go to Knowles two four seven, I know I give them a lot of love. So you can go to Knowles two four seven. They've got an exhaustive list of everybody that's out this weekend, and they update that like by the hour. So that stays accurate, stays updated. Go check out Knowles 247 for the best coverage as far as who all is out. I don't know. I think there's like 20 plus guys. Maybe it's getting up close to 30. There's a lot of guys on campus, a lot of elite talent on campus. I think we talked about uh, the fact that five-star FSU commit Cameron Davis is there. A couple other FSU commits that I know of kind of, of, kind of are of note. Luke Kromenhoek out there. Camden Fryer, four-star wide receiver. 
Um, obviously a legacy. Getting Luke continuing to come back to campus is really big. Top 10 quarterback in the 2024 class. Obviously need to continue that relationship with him and keep that going. Um, no, I don't buy that whole thing. I don't, I don't buy that. Won't have three, five, seven. but I still think it's two. I think it's two, but I think it, here's the thing. Here's the other thing. You get those top three guys that we just talked about. Like if you were able to get Trader, Lester, and Davis, I it doesn't matter what the recruiting services drop them to. Like that's an insane class. Like that's nuts. So I don't, I don't really buy that as much anyway. I I think that those guys are are going to be high recruits, and I'm not as worried about that. But we are running a contest. We're running a contest on our Discord for whoever guesses. Let's do that here. Who do you? Who is the next person you guys think? commits to Florida State, can be transfer portal, can be high school recruit, can be a 2025 recruit. You guys pick. I don't know what you'll get, but we'll give away something. Who is going to be the next recruit or portal that commits to Florida State? Marlon's here for the lies. I appreciate that. Mar my man, Marlon. Marlon was a uh, original wind tunnel guy in the, uh, in the spaces when we did spaces on Twitter. Not doing spaces on Twitter anymore because I like you guys more. I like the YouTube crowd a little bit more. It feels like the group of talent that is on, and we talked about this last week, but I want to get you guys' thoughts. Who will be the starters in the secondary? Yeah, we can do that in just a minute. It feels like the group that's on that's coming to campus now, it feels like the guys that are on campus now, which if you're watching this, do me a favor, hit the like button. You guys are commenting. I appreciate it. Just go ahead and smash that like button. Let's get that up to 100 likes as quick as we can today. Almost at 100 live viewers. Keep this going. Um, just at about 10 minutes. We'll probably go for the better part of an hour today. So buckle up here. We're, we're here for a minute. Go get You're on lunch break, I can tell. Um, it feels like the group of talent that's on campus right now feels more like what it was in 2021. Right? It feels a little closer to that. It feels like you're getting in on some of the more elite talent early. And I think that's a that's because of what Florida State was able to do on the field this year. I think recruiting, because it's been backed up so much and because of early signing day and kids trying to commit before uh, their high school seasons and things, your recruiting class takes a little time to catch up to your results on the field. And I think that if Florida State can continue its upward trajectory, if they can put together a good season next year as well, you'll see that 2024 class that signs with FSU certainly be top 10. They pull in two or three five stars. They're in good spots for a few of them. I think you could see it go absolutely berserk. And you could see their class be really, really good. Right now, as we talked about, Charles Lester, a recruit that I think Florida State's in the driver's seat for. Cameron Davis, a five-star running back, currently committed to Florida State. Jordan Pride, four-star safety. He's the number five overall safety in the country. He leans between a four and five-star. You've got Fryer, who's a four-star wide receiver. C.J. Hurd is a four-star safety. Luke Cromenhoke, four-star quarterback. Um, Really good athlete. And others committed as well. You've got some three stars committed as well. Mashburn flag. But I think 
this year's class could be teetering on elite. Florida State's got to keep winning, though. Winning absolutely matters. Can't go out and start poorly through the year. And anybody in, uh, yeah, so anybody in Tallahassee, I guess nobody in, in Tallahassee up here. I want to give a shout out real quick, and then we'll start answering some of these questions. We will certainly here be here to laugh at Miami. They got the Travis Hunter treatment last night. We all kind of knew that was going to happen. But, and I like uh, I like Cantrell's question up here. Of course, you can always utilize the Super Chat if you have a question that has to be answered or if I haven't seen yours just yet. I do want to give a quick shout out to my friends over at Smoothie Time. Smoothie Time is there in Tallahassee. If you're in Tallahassee, Anthony, have you had Smoothie Time? That's what I got to know. If you have not tried them, really, really great stuff. Uh, appreciate them. They've worked with some NIL athletes. They've, they're at 1208 Capital Circle Southeast, right next door to the Beefo Brady's there. They fully support FSU athletics. They've also worked with a few football players and done some NIL deals. They've got a lunch special every day from 11 to 2 p.m., half off a smoothie. When you purchase any sandwich, they are real fruit smoothies made with no syrups or purees. They have 60 healthy add-ins. Smoothie time in Tallahassee. I'm going to be in Tallahassee next week. And I can't wait to go by and get a smoothie from Smoothie Time. Look at those. Those smoothies look great. I'm all about it. Go check them out. See if see what's going on. Appreciate Smoothie Time and their support. All right. A couple of questions here that we've got. All right. Up over triple digits. Do me a favor. Hit that like button. Who will be the starters in the secondary? Okay. So I put out a video this week on Monday saying what I would do at safety. I know there's been a lot of questions around Jaheim Singletary. There's been a lot of questions around will they take a safety portal? Here's what my starters in the secondary would look like. If you're just traditional, right? 4-3-4, four, four, and that's how you're setting up. Obviously, nickel dot, that's going to change things. But just your regular starters in the secondary. I got Cypress on one edge. I've got Renardo Green at the other corner. I've got Akeem Dent. And my other safety starter, if I'm, which I'm not, but if I am Coach Sertain, I'm putting Duke Cooper back there. I'm putting Duke Cooper at safety, and I'm letting him roll with that. That's my move. That's what I think I have the starters. Now, my first, I mean, you just got so much depth, though, because then at, at nickel, you can go you can go with Vance. You can go Knowles. You can, I mean, you've got Jerry Jones that you can rotate in. I think Azariah Thomas will start by the end of the year. I think you're in a really good spot with a lot of talent in that secondary, and I think that um, Sertain's going to get a ton out of that group. Um, yeah, so I'm putting Cooper back there. I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't know what Florida State will do. Been told. We've heard some things about them moving some guys around, but I think – Duke Cooper back to safety makes a lot of sense. I like Renato. I mean, people talk about Renato Green going back to safety as well. I just thought he was so good at corner that I just don't think you want to lose that. I don't think you want to lose him at corner. He was your best corner this year, I think. And Duke was banged up and Duke was hurt and Duke really showed some flashes in 2021. But I don't think you want to lose that. I don't think you want to lose where Green got to as a corner this year especially because Cypress is going to come in and probably be your number one. I think that's going to be a big help for FSU secondary. Obviously, Cypress, not only 
just bringing the talent that he has, but also taking some of that pressure off some of those other guys. Uh, I think that's going to be really big for the Knolls. So that's what my secondary looks like. That's what I, that's how I would sort of things out. Anthony, appreciate that. Yeah. Let them know that, let them know you heard about us on the double fries pod or, you know, TJ or double fries sent you or whatever on YouTube today. All right. I like Thomas. Too. I like Azra Thomas a ton. I think he, guys, Jerry Jones was really good last year. I, he, for a guy that you kind of were down on in 2021, I think Jones had a really good year. I probably like Thomas's ceiling a little more too, but I think Jones was really good. And I think Jones is going to contribute and be a big time player for you this year. Um, what else you guys got? Hit the comments. Let's talk a little bit. Um, Florida State makes the the hire of Pat Sertain official. Why was the fan base freaking out about this? Why were we? There were people hitting me up asking, like, "Hey, is this still going to happen? Are we still going to get?" My man was in Colorado or in uh, Buffalo. Colorado. Dion's going to take him too. My man was in Buffalo and had to fly home, had to finish things up with the Dolphins, had to go through HR paperwork. Florida State announced that thing, and we got him. I don't know. No patience at all, Mike. You tell him. We This fan base, will if there's nothing to freak out about, because everything like right now is looking pretty good. 10-win season, win your bowl game, get everybody back. Really good stuff out of uh, the transfer portal. High school recruiting's picking up. Upgrade your position coach. So we just got to melt down about how quickly he gets to tell it. We got to melt down about something. Like there's always something that we got to get upset about. Ah, I, this ain't a TJ rushing situation. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about certain. I think Norvell's got everything kind of locked in. Do I think he can get something out of Travis J? This fan base is, I, there is, there is not a fan base that wants something out of a player more than Florida State wants Travis J to come in and, and just kind of continue to be a star, develop into a star, blossom into a star. I don't know. I mean, I think if if Sertain can't, if and this is my take, if Sertain is not able to get anything out of Travis J, I think it might be time to maybe close the door, or maybe he needs a fresh start somewhere. Else. You know, I I think that you've got a better chance now than you've ever had. Listen, I. Wish the very best of luck to Coach Woodson. I hope that Arkansas is really, really successful. I mean, shoot, I, I think Florida plays Arkansas this year. I hope they get six six interceptions in that game. I don't think the development at Florida State has been very good. And I'm not saying that's the only reason that Travis Jay hasn't flashed or shined or anything. But I do think that this will be a help to Travis Jay. I know the fan base is super interested in what happens there, what Florida State's able to do there, what they're able to get out of Travis Jay. If it can't be done under Coach Woodson, then I – I'm sorry, under Coach Sertain, then I think it's probably time that we say, like, okay, well, maybe it's not on the coaches at that point, right? Maybe it's – maybe we're looking at the player just isn't what we thought he could be. Obviously, super, super athletic, super, super talented. Feels like he'd be kind of a shoo-in. Feels like he'd be the most natural DB ever, right? Doesn't it feel like that? Just hasn't panned out. It better pan out soon because you got young guys coming in to take spots. They love Conrad Hussey. They think I think Conrad Hussey will see the field this year. Uh, uh, maybe not as much as Thomas did last year, but I think he'll see the field some this year, especially if they don't take somebody else in the portal. My worry that Sertain doesn't have any college coaching experience. Uh, I think his NFL. Yeah, not not necessarily. I mean, coaching DBs is coaching DBs, and I, I think that 
having that high school experience and, and, you know, the, the college game has moved younger and younger. If you think about that, right? Like the, the fact that guys come in and make impacts as true freshmen. I mean, that would have never happened under Bobby. Like that wasn't, you know, guys were having to sit, you know, like all-star, like talented, talented guys were having to sit out a year or not play. Until, so no, I, I don't worry about that. He coached how many years in high school, six or seven. I think he understands what it takes. I think having a, you know, having a son as a college athlete as well, coaching in that NFL, I don't really worry that he hasn't coached in college. I think you're, you're coaching concepts and, you know, coaching in college is certainly a different age group than high school or the NFL, but he's coached on, on both sides of that, right? He's coached young guys in the NFL. He's coached older guys in high school that are leaving to go to college. I don't worry about that as much. No, I think he'll be really good at relating with the players, really good at get kind of getting on their level and, and making things make sense. Um, do a quick shout out for Gramco. You can go to thegramco.com. I was on the phone with those folks this morning. Great, great people that I enjoy working with that I love uh, representing and talking about thegramco.com. You can use code TJ25 for 25% off the best Delta 8 products in the game. Thegramco.com, TJ25 for 25% off. Whether you're looking for gummies, wake and bake coffee, vapes, whatever you're looking at, go and get you some Gramco. Thegramco.com, the best when it comes to Delta 8. TJ25, again, will save you 25% off. What are the odds that Emmanuel gets the waiver? I actually haven't dug in on this at all. This is news that obviously came out this week when Demetri Emmanuel, Big Meech, was listed on Florida State's roster. I want to say last year, the NCAA approved like 80% of the waivers that were sent to them, whether they were hardship waivers, whether they were um, medical waivers, whatever the situation was, the NCAA is, I mean, they, you know, it's got to be like kind of a weird case for, in my opinion, for them not to approve it. Um, I think, so based on that, this is no inside information. I think it likely gets approved. I don't think he'd be out there practicing, doing tour of duty, mat drills, all this stuff. If it wasn't going to, um, I think there's a good chance of it. And again, a lot of that's just based on the fact that the NCAA typically approves waivers. If you think you've got a good case, they do it. They they make money on these kids playing, right? Like, I know the NCAA sucks, and we all like to give them crap and trash them here and there. But the NCAA makes money on these kids playing. And so I think they're in the business of handing out those waivers, whether they're deserved, not deserved. I, same reason, I think Daryl Jackson's waiver gets a uh, I, I think the NCAA, yeah, good, good question. I, I think same thing on Jackson. I think that waiver gets approved. Um, it, would it be like the NCAA to not do that? See, I think the NCAA is bigger. On, they like punishing kids for dumb stuff like Baba Miller and stuff. I don't, I don't worry about that. There's been a lot of talk about Singletary from Georgia. Todd, I appreciate that comment. Um, I don't know exactly where that's coming from. I know there's some people that kind of continue to stir that up. Florida State's approach in the portal um, has been to be very aggressive and very quick. If you ask Cypress, if you ask Fisk, if you ask any of these guys how Florida State reached out, they reached out immediately. It doesn't seem like there's been that same level of reach out with Singletary. 
I don't know. Maybe they're trying to maybe maybe they went one way for every guy in the portal and they're trying to do something different with Singletary. I don't know, but it just that doesn't I know there's a lot of excitement around Singletary, and I just I don't want you guys to get your hearts broken if that doesn't end up happening. Um big recruiting weekend for Florida State. Numbers kind of going up. Continue to send the questions in. Those are kind of fun today to answer. Um a little bit of you guys' show. I'm talking some things on my side, but I think that we're we're having fun with this one. Um, he has in the portal. I don't anticipate anybody being out in the portal that could come in and do it. I mean, the drop ad was over a week ago, and and I think that you're 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 just going to not. I mean, I think there's going to be a round two of the portal. I think when the spring rolls around, I think when. Um, the portal window opens back up. You could see Florida state add some things there. But I mean, at this point we're already into the semester. I, I, I mean, the portal's closed now. So I don't know. I don't know if there will be anything in the portal at this point, maybe one guy. How confident are we that Mike Norvell will continue to outcoach Brian Kelly? Um, should it be? Yeah, no, Mike Norvell's a better coach than Brian Kelly. I, Brian Kelly's a good recruiter. He's a good coach. I, you know, that's not a shot. Mike Norvell has outcoached Brian Kelly the last two times they've gone up against each other. And I think severely outmanned in 2020, I thought Mike Norvell coached really, really well in that game. What if Florida State lose that game by 16? FSU, Notre Dame, 2020. Yeah, 26 to 42. I thought FSU was really close in that game. In fact, weren't there, I think we were driving down and had a chance to make it like a two-score game, and the Notre Dame salted away at the end. But, yeah, I, I think that Norvell's a better coach. And we should have blown him out last year. Now, that was their first game, and I think they've looked better at times. they looked worse at times. I mean, that's an LSU team that beat Alabama but then lost to Texas A&M. They're very hot and cold. Florida State should go into that Orlando matchup and, and win that game. Which freshman do we think will make an impact? All right, I might be done um, with questions here for a minute unless they're super chats, just to kind of move on to our next subject. But um, which freshman do you think will make an impact this year? All right, so just so I don't leave anybody out, I will look at the recruiting class. Um, pull that up. I have that in a file right here. Um, 2023. So obviously I think Hakeem Williams makes an impact. I think Lamont Green makes an impact. Um, I, Jacobs, I don't know. That wide receiver room is just so loaded that I don't necessarily know that he could. Um, I think Conrad Hussey could make an impact. I think Keith Sampson's a guy that you could see get in a little bit. That might be about it. I, Blake, DeMarco Ward, possibly. I mean, you're talking about like, you know, it's a loaded roster, right? I mean, this is really really good roster and so getting young guys in right away i mean high keen's your obvious one i think you could see a little bit out of um lamont green jr but the defensive end is loaded like every position that we listed i thought linebacker was maybe one I mean, maybe your linebacker core it doesn't have the depth you would like it to have i kind of wanted them to go over after that louisville linebacker i went in the other day um but I think linebacker might be a position you could kind of see some younger guys step in. But a lot of the positions on the roster are very loaded. Conrad Hussey, you know, safety is a position that's down a little bit. I think you could see maybe some 
impact there. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of impact freshmen. Not, not a ton of big impact. Hakeem's probably, your, again, your biggest. But I think the roster's pretty full right now, and you've gotten to a point where you don't have to rely on those freshmen as much. But we'll see. We'll kind of see how that goes down and, and what happens with it. Okay, there's been a lot of talk. Let's talk about this. There's been a lot of talk about conference realignment. And I don't really know where this has come from. People have hit me up over the last few days, and I don't know. I don't know if something maybe did something happen in conference realignment. Did, did one of the big conferences make a statement, or did somebody I, nobody else got picked up? I'll answer that question about Riley in a little bit. Um, but there's been a lot of talk about conference realignment, and I just don't really know where it's come from. I haven't seen anything written on it. I haven't seen any new updates. I think it's just off season. And so we just need something to talk about, but a lot of people are asking sec or big 10. You guys can shoot your thoughts right now, but I don't, I don't want the big 10 for Florida state at all. Like, I'll just say that. Like I take the big 10 over the ACC, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's a very good fan experience. I don't, you guys want Northwestern coming here and playing? You guys want Rutgers coming here and playing? Illinois. Think about the worst teams in the SEC, all right? Think about the teams that suck in the SEC. A&M, Vandy, South Carolina, Florida. We play Florida anyway. Those are at least – I mean, Vandy's kind of like, eh. There are so many dud teams in the Big Ten. And I understand there's a money argument. Oh, well, the Big Ten might have more money that – it doesn't matter. Like all of this stuff's getting restructured. Once these conferences realign, all of this stuff is getting moved around. <laughs> Could you imagine having to go play games at Purdue? I mean, the Michigan Ohio State thing would be fun. USC, UCLA. Yeah, it'd be great to go out to Southern Cal. Outside of that, none of those games excite. Michigan State doesn't excite me. Penn State would be fun for one wideout. But then you go there in November, pass on all that. Everything in the Southeast makes sense. Florida State is a Southeastern team. You play Alabama. You play Georgia. You play LSU. Even the crappy teams. Matchups with South Carolina would be fun. Matchups with A&M would be a ton of fun. Matchups with Texas and Oklahoma. These are the premier match. Even the bad teams. Mississippi State. Ole Miss. Remember the Ole Miss game in 2016? What if that was freaking Northwestern? What if that was Rutgers? <laughs> be terrible. I don't understand anybody that's saying. I also think, yeah, Northwestern comes to Tallahassee. Ugh, that's terrible. That's a terrible fan experience. Imagine Florida State having to go up to Rutgers. I guess we already go to Syracuse, but we're about to get away from that. So why would you want to jump right back into it? Appreciate you guys that listen from the gym. Shout out to gym listeners. Um. Conference realignment. Where yeah, SEC, you're not you're not looking at five losses a year in the SEC. I think that's wrong. I don't think that's close to accurate. Who was better in the SEC than Florida State this year? Five losses a year in the SEC. That's not even close to accurate. SEC standings. Well, first of all, you beat the SEC West champs. You certainly weren't losing to anybody on that side. Alabama would have been a good matchup. You weren't losing to AM. You weren't losing to Auburn. You weren't losing to Arkansas. You weren't losing to Mississippi. You weren't losing to Mississippi State. You weren't losing to LSU. 
Okay, you want to get you want to take Alabama? Okay, there's a law. I'll give you Alabama for a loss. On the other side, you weren't losing to Vandy, you weren't losing to Missouri, you weren't losing to Florida, you weren't losing to Kentucky, you weren't losing to South Carolina. Tennessee at their absolute peak with Hinden Hooker. Okay. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia's a loss for everybody. So you're talking like two or three losses, maybe. And that's if all those teams were on your schedule the same year. If you got the gauntlet of Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama all on your schedule this year, yeah, you'd have had three SEC losses. Other than that, you wouldn't. And if only one of those teams was on your schedule, you only lose one of those games. You weren't losing anybody else in the SEC. I, I don't, I don't buy that. Five plus losses a year. You're overhyping what the SEC does. The SEC typically has one elite team, two or three pretty good teams, and the rest of it's just trash. The rest of it's stuff Florida State's going to win every year. Yeah, this is a yeah. You're looking at it from a football point of view. And not money, prestige, and academics. Yeah, this is a football show. We're talking football here today. So makes sense. I I, I don't academic. I'm I'm not. I, I listen. I don't want to offend people with this. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I understand the academics side of things. But you know, UF is in the SEC, and they're a top. 10 public university every year. And we're a top 20 university public. I, I don't think the Big Ten going for academic. That's not doing anything for our academics. I'm just telling you. Florida State's a top 20 academic public university right now. It's not like Florida State's floundering around 80th or something. Florida State's a really good public university. They're not going. I'm telling you, they're not going to the Big Ten for academics. I'm just telling you that. Prestige. I don't know. I don't know exactly how you mean that. I don't know where you, you know, like what the, like what, what prestige, like, I don't know really what that means, but I'm telling you when, when Florida state makes a decision on which uh, conference they're going to, it is going to be closely aligned with what's going on at football. Florida state's not, uh, not the 90th ranked public university in, in the country there. I think they're 19th. They're top 20. There's not that many spots they can really go up. Uh, and so I'm telling you, when they when the decision is made, they're doing it because of football. That's Michael Alford certainly has that as his focus. Um, let's see here. Uh, there's no chance Florida State goes independent, but that did kind of make me smile and make me laugh. Um, yeah, you, you have to be, you almost have to be in a conference this year. They're not getting a, they're not getting a, a, a big enough media deal to, uh, go independent at this point. Um, what else? Let's give a shout out real quick to Garnet Gold and then we'll move on from, but conference room, but yeah, I, I'm telling you, it, the big 10 sounds like a horrible option to me. I'm just, I just, oh, imagine I couldn't imagine going. I, ugh, I wouldn't go. I would. I would cover games from home. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be up in Michigan in November. Um. So, what else you guys got? Garnengold.com. You guys are FSU fans. You guys are shopping for gear. 
Bobby Bowden hats, footballs. They've got signature stuff too that you guys can go check out. Um, GarnetandGold.com. If you're shopping for your FSU gear, you should be shopping at Garnet and Gold. Use code NOSLAW, N-O-S-L-A-W. You'll save 15% off. They've got the best when it comes to licensed apparel, NIL merchandise, whatever you're looking for, jerseys, Nike stuff, Columbia, whatever you're looking for, GarnetandGold.com. Use NOSLAW to save 15%. Appreciate Garnet and Gold for their support. Again, the only place you should be shopping for FSU gear. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's laugh at some more stuff. Uh, newcomer interviews. I want to talk about this. Did you guys watch that Casey Roddick interview? Hit, my, hit the comments real quick. Did you watch the? Did you hear the Casey Roddick interview? Did you guys watch that? I thought that was pretty impressive. You know what he sounded like? He sounded like Dylan Gibbons. It was really, really good. He talked about wanting to leave Florida State a better place than he found it, wanted to leave that offensive line room a better room than what he found it. I just really appreciated his humility. I really appreciated the way he was approaching that interview, the way that he talked about it. All of the interviews are great. Yeah, I like Cypress. I like the Bell one. The Casey Roddick one is one that you need to go back Damien, I know that you're going to keep tooting that horn. I'm just telling you. We're, I'm not saying we don't go to the Big Ten, but I'm telling you when the decision is made, it's going to be based around football. That's just – that's just. I just – I'm telling you that's how it's going to work. Okay? But they're not – it's a football decision that's going to be made. Whether or not it's the Big Ten or the SEC, we've moved on from that. All right. So, Roddick, big time – Dylan Gibbons vibes on that. I thought he was really, really good. I think you guys should go check out that interview. And here's my big takeaway from that. We talked about fans freaking out about different things. I saw fans freaking out when they thought that he was going to flip or he was going to go somewhere else. I thought that people were questioning his loyalty. People were saying we should just move on from him. People were saying, we sh- uh, who cares about this kid? We've already got buyers. We've already got Keandre Jones. We've got this, that, and the other. I thought fans were, fans get a little hasty. They get a little rude sometimes. And then for that kid to come out and have that kind of an interview and absolutely crush it in that interview, like he was everything you would want out of any athlete, out of any seminal athlete, out of any your favorite teams, whatever. That kid absolutely crushed. And I, if you were the ones posting on social media and the message boards and everywhere else about we just need to move on from this kid or if he's not committed, he can move on, this, that, the get out of here. <laughs> Go tell him you're sorry. Go apologize for it because that kid's got a good head on his shoulders. And the transfer window happens very, very quick. And kids make a decision to come to Florida State or go wherever they're going within a matter of weeks. Their literal future is being impacted by it. And we maybe just need to back off a little bit and let them make that decision. Kid committed to us like days after entering the portal. You have second thoughts. Other people offer him insane amounts of money. NIL involved. He's a kid, right? Let him have a little time. I I think we got I think we found one in Casey Roddick. I wouldn't be shocked if he competes for a starting job on this offensive line. I wouldn't be shocked if he takes that left guard spot that Dylan Gibbons occupied the last two years. 
And I think he's going to be one of those guys for FSU. I think that interview was really, really good. I think you guys should go check that out after this if you haven't already watched it. I thought he was fantastic. I love the Bell stuff. I loved um, how he talked about how just being integrated in the office and offense and helping take this offense to a completely new level. I thought that was really, really good. Um, I do. I think he's going to be super impressive for FSU this year. I, I think that he makes an already elite offense just that much better. And I'm excited for what we see from Jaheim Bell. Cypress is a quiet guy. You could even tell from his interview. Cypress is a certainly a guy that's a little quiet, a little more quiet than um, others. But he has a quiet confidence about him that I'm really excited about. I think Fintrell Cypress is going to be, I don't know. I tried to get myself so hyped up. But the defensive back room has been missing something for a little bit. I think that Cypress is somebody that I'm really excited to see and hear from uh, this upcoming season. But yeah, Bell Bell had a different kind of confidence that I thought was a lot of fun. Um, what else do you guys get from the newcomer interviews? Anything else there that we should talk about? Opening, close, the doors opening, closing were pretty crazy. I, I didn't see that or hear that, but... Um, <laughs> or no, I, I didn't notice that as much as you guys did, but DBU... Hey, if you guys haven't, we have a couple of new things that you guys can check out. Obviously, you can utilize the Super Chat at any point of this conversation if you have something you really want to get in or if you just want to show a little love. We also have, and we're going to start using this, we also just started a subscription thing here on YouTube. You can join the subscription. I think there's a few different levels. You get different things, whether that's on-air shout-outs, private videos, exclusive Q&As. You get badges and stuff next to your name. I don't know. We're going to try and do some cool stuff with that. But check out the subscriptions. You can check out the super chat, all of those things. We certainly, yeah, now Eliezer, when I go watch it now, that's all I'll hear too. But if you guys want to be part of the channel, really trying to grow this thing as a community, you can hit the subscriptions. You can, again, get different badges for how long you subscribe, different emojis that you can use in the chat and stuff. It's good stuff there. We, uh, we're excited about that and we're going to keep bringing you guys cool content. So check it out. If you want to join today, great. If you want to join later, that's fine too. All right. This is, I think this is what everybody came for. If you haven't already, do me a favor and hit the like button, hit the thumbs up, uh, share the video. Let's talk a little bit about this Rashada and Cormani stuff because this never gets tired. I never get tired of laughing at them. Hey, just before we do that, I thought we had a good question up here. Even though it wasn't a super chat, I'll, I'll try and answer it. Um, will Duffy make strides to be second string this year or do you think Norvell rolls with Tate? Now, I thought... Before we talk about that, I want to give a big shout out to the battle's end. It's the fact that they were able to retain all three quarterbacks on Florida State's roster. I mean, that's pretty unheard of. Like, look at everywhere else, right? Jake Garcia just left Miami to go into the portal. You know, um, I mean, Florida had a couple of quarterbacks leave for different reasons. wasn't portal. But just the fact that, appreciate that, Tom, my man. Um Oh, look, we have, listen, when people do Super Chats, look at this. Watch what we have, guys. Fire up the war chants and plant the spear. Nose wind, nose wind. Fire up the war chants and plant the spear. Nose wind, nose wind. Big fan of those. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate the love. Um, it's always super awesome to see. Uh, my man Tom comments on every video. Shows all kind of love. 
I appreciate it, man. That's awesome. Where can I get gear from players with NIL merchandise? Gardengold.com. Anthony, you're logging me up softballs. Uh, Gardengold.com. They do have NIL merchandise from a bunch of different sports, too. It's not just football. So check them out. Softball and baseball starting soon. Um, appreciate you, Tom. Um, where were we? Oh, I think it's super impressive the battles in. She threw me off there. Super impressive the battles in was able to retain all three quarterbacks. Obviously, that's just not common. You saw LSU have quarterbacks leave. So Miami have quarterbacks late. Like that's just, that's really impressive. And I think it does speak to the camaraderie. I think it speaks to the chemistry on this roster. Um, I think it speaks to the culture that Norvell's built. And I think that that's something you just don't see a lot of places. I'm not trying to hype something up that isn't a big deal or trying to make something bigger than it really is. I think that that's really kind of unheard of in today's college football. If a quarterback isn't in and isn't the starter, um, we all thought that this would be Tay or AJ's team this year. Like, we didn't think Jordan was coming back. And so for them to basically say, like, oh, yeah, I thought that I was going to be competing for that job. For them to basically come back and say, like, yep, another year. I'm here. I'm locked in. I know I'm not the guy, but I'm doing what's best for the team. That's that's pretty impressive, guys. Like, that's that's not common. I mean, that's not common among college kids in general. Shout out the battle's end. Also, shout out um, the culture that, that Norvell is building. That, that's That's really impressive to me. But who do I think is the backup? I think Tate took some strides last year. I think Tate looked really good. I don't know if Duffy will do enough to overtake him or not. I would lean Tate more time in the system. He looked really good toward the end of last year. I would lean Tate there. We'll see what happens. It's not like a guarantee that that's what happens, but that would just be the way, the vibe that I'm getting is I think it ends up being Tate as the backup next year. All right, Rashad and Cormani. It is hilarious that... A little over a year after Florida State's fiasco with Travis Hunter, that Miami has the exact same thing done to them with Cormani McClain and that Jaden Rashada, they they screwed that up. This wasn't even a – the Rashada thing wasn't even a, oh, man, I – Dion flipped him last second. I mean, Miami – or Florida just completely fumbled that bag. Pun intended, I guess, by – by calling it a bag. Um, again, shout out the battles in. Shout out Rising Spear. Shout out our NIL efforts that have not fumbled bags like this and not made us massive national embarrassments. <laughs> um, I know there's two sides to every story. I know there's some things on one side that say this happens, that happens. It was the NIL's fault. It was Rashada's camp's fault. It was it was Billy's fault. It was whatever, you know, it's the people don't want to spend money in Gainesville or promises weren't made, or it was the attorney's fault or the agent's fault. Doesn't matter. The black eye for Florida, they screwed it up. Not, not great for them. Not great at all. Oh, here we go. Touchdown, Florida State. Touchdown, FSU. Appreciate that, Rich. Great takes. Number one, Knowles commenter. I'll take that. I'll take that. I don't think that's the case. I don't think I'm number one. I think Jeff Cameron's the GOAT. He comes on in 10 minutes. I'll probably tune in and watch. But I appreciate you a ton, Rich, that you're you're the man. Again, I want to start doing some private video. You guys, these super chats are great. Certainly do appreciate them. If you, I think there's like a $3.99 level or $2.99 level. I don't know what it is. But the subscription thing, I want to start doing private videos. But people got to subscribe to the channel for, I mean, you're already subscribed if you're in here doing this. But if you're subscribed to the channel, you can also become a member of the community. Um, and I want to start doing private videos and, you know, 
recruiting Q&As and stuff like that. Um, but check that out. Um, Florida fumbled the bag here, and it's wonderful to see. I mean, couldn't happen to a nicer program, couldn't happen to a nicer team. Uh, I certainly am a big fan of that. And it sounds like Miami may have as well. I, I've seen two different reports now, both from reputable sites, not just Joe Blow on Twitter, that have referenced, look at Rich, look at that, new member. I don't even know. we got to find a new thing here. We'll just do the Fire up the war chance and plant the spear. Those win. Those win. No, my guy Rich. We'll do both of them. Touchdown, too. Florida State. Touchdown, FSU. Rich became a member. Appreciate that, Rich. Um, you guys go become a member right now while we're doing this, while we're watching. Um, there were reports that McLean's issue was NIL. Miami fans are starting to buy in on that too. There have been two different reports that McLean's issue, that he was getting a similar number to what Rashada was being offered and that Miami didn't want to pay it. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not trying to get in a legal war with that guy down there that runs their NIL, but I've seen those reports. Sounds like NIL was maybe an issue down there, which to me is a little bit more surprising. It feels like Miami has the NIL stuff worked out pretty good. It feels like they've kind of got some things in order down there. Um, The Florida stuff, I think, is maybe a little less shocking, but it felt like Miami had it all together from NIL. If that McLean situation, if they lost the number one cornerback in the country, over NIL at the last minute, and that's what let him flip to Dion. Ugh. I know there was some NIL involved with Travis Hunter, too. I think that was early stages. Like, you can't get surprised by NIL anymore. Like, it was almost more acceptable last year because Florida State, Rashada was granted his release. I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida State got surprised with NIL last year. Uh, Rising Spear wasn't set up in time, wasn't ready in time, didn't have things rolling like it should have. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but you kind of understand it. How do you get surprised on it this year? Like, how, how, now that we're a year and a half into it, how do you lose your number one player in your class this year? And again, I know we did it last year, so not, but how do you blow it this year? I don't know. That's a rough one. That's a rough one for Miami. It's a rough one for Florida. Florida, I think Florida's in a lot of trouble. John, that's a great point. Rashada won't be able to walk into the room without getting looks. I think Florida's in a lot of trouble at that quarterback position. I worry about them, but not worry. It certainly makes me happy. But I worry about them. What do they do at quarterback next year? Like, Graham Mertz is going to be the guy this year, and that just kind of is what it is for them. You know, sorry, thoughts and prayers. But if he's the quarterback in 2024, I don't know if Billy makes it out. I don't know if Billy makes it through 2024, if that's the case. They really need a Rashad. I mean, at that point, they got to hope they hold on to Lagway, and they got to hope that he comes in and balls out as a true freshman. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not confident they hold on the lagway either, by the way. Uh, he's saying all the right things right now. Are they going to have the money to pay him later? I don't know. Dude, I love this. When Rich comments, I get like a, there's like a little alert that shows that he's a member. 
So I'm a big fan of this. Thoughts on and so yeah, if you're if you're a member and you comment, your comments always go up on the screen. Just kind of how this works. So if you haven't joined the membership thing, go check that out today. Thoughts on Florida fell behind in terms of NIL facilities and they're trying to play catch up through shortcuts, overpaying, low character, get maybe only right way through. So I don't know about that. I don't I don't really know enough about their class. I don't know what their um what the level of that recruit is. I know some of their guys that they took, Florida State was passing on. Florida State was okay with them leaving and moving on. Kearney, Florida State was okay with – I think they wanted to keep Kearney. I also don't think they were sweating him leaving. So I do think there's maybe some of that stuff. They certainly picked up some leftovers. They got a lot of blue-chip guys in the state of Florida. A lot of those are lower lower blue-chip guys. You'll see their fans talk about how, oh, man, diamonds in the rough, this, that, and the other. I don't know. I We'll see. We'll see when it all kind of comes to roost. They're, they got a good facility up. They just built their um, football-only facility. I'll tell you, ours is going to be better. We're spending more on it. We've got more investment on it. I think, Alf, you know, I, I trust the direction of our program much, much more. Uh, I was chatting some NIL stuff this morning with some people that are pretty well-connected. And I'm telling you, Florida State's doing things the right way from an NIL's perspective, from a uh, facility perspective. And I think Florida's got to – Figure that stuff out fairly quickly. Um, so, yeah, a lot of, I don't know, like you said, who, who put this here? Could have happened to a nicer team. I'm, I'm, I'm right on there with you. I think that's 100% the case. We've talked about Singletary until I've been blue in the face. I don't know that that's happening. I know that we are obsessed with Singletary as a fan base. I don't know that Jaheim Singletary is our uh, next commitment or anything like that. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if there's a, a chance that that is the take. I don't know that Singletary is, is the guy there. Um, but it is great to watch the rivals flounder. It is great to watch the McLean and Rashada stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan of all that. What do you guys have as we wrap up? Any other questions? We'll go for three or four more minutes and right, right till about one o'clock. I got to jump on something. But I appreciate you guys for hanging out today. Good numbers today. If you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button for us. Uh, looks like we've got 150 people in here and only 67 likes. So let's hit that like button. Hit Rich. I like how Rich has the little uh, Rich has the little uh, Florida State emblem next to his name now for joining and being a member. That looks cool. Um, we got Miami. We got Miami fans in here um, that have nothing better to do than to come up with lame jokes in the comments. That that's a lot of fun. Um, they certainly don't have lives, so it's funny to watch them come and hang out in our videos. So appreciate you guys for tuning in too. Um, I think when you click on the video and it's live, you have to watch an ad to uh, get into the video. I like guess YouTube's going to put ads on stuff. So it is funny that my man watched like uh, an ad or two and then come in here just to literally be able to type FSU poop. They're, uh, they're you know, very good. <laughs> Miami uh, fans never cease to amaze. Uh, who do you guys think the next commit is? Big recruiting weekend this weekend. Who do you guys have as the next commit to Florida State? Again, transfer, recruiting, high school, whatever the situation is. I'm going to go. Here's who I've got. Hold on. I wrote it down. Oh, you know, I took it off of this. I don't have it. 
I think it's going to be the 2024 tight end Hubert Caliste Jr. That's what I've got. Um, so Lester had on the all whites. I'm telling you, all right, we're going to make sure that that guy can't comment anymore because he's kind of a loser. Uh, Lester had on the all whites in his photo shoot. Charles Lester's Florida State's next commit, and we're doing an immediate pop-up, and uh, we're, yeah, we're celebrating that one. So, um, yeah, Lester would be a fun one. All right, big shout-out again to our friends over at Smoothie Time. If you're in Tallahassee, go check out Smoothie Time. Uh, you get there before 2 p.m., you get a free smoothie with the purchase of any, or a half off a smoothie purchase of any sandwich. TheGramCo.com, TJ25 for 25% off the best Delta 8 products on the market. And GarningGold.com, we have folks asking about gear, NIL, merchandise, just different things. Garden Gold has you covered. Use code SPACES15 to save 15%. A big shout out to the Super Chats today. And a big shout out to my guy, Rich, who, um, yeah, massive shout out to my guy, Rich, who now has the little Florida State emblem next to his name when he comments. You get uh, different emblems based on uh, how long you've been a community member and stuff like that. We're going to try and do some good stuff with our uh, with the community, um, try and give back a little bit, use some of those funds. So go check that out. Go be go become a member of the community if you haven't already. We'll start doing some uh, free videos and stuff or some exclusive videos back behind that as well. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that like button on the way out. Also, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. And my man Rich said subscribe, guys. Less than a coffee nowadays. That's true. I went to Starbucks the other day for just me and my wife, and it was $11 for two coffees. What is that? Ridiculous. That's why I need you guys to subscribe, because my wife likes a lot of coffee. I don't think Singletary has done any visits yet, but we'll see. 10 win vibes. Like to see a Travis J resurgence. Yeah, I'm with all that. All right, guys. That's all I got for the day. I don't think Singletary has made any visits. Keeping it very close to the vest. I think he'll end up at one of the rivals, though. So not to ruin anybody's heart, but that's what my gut says. Appreciate you guys. I love doing the content. Love you guys for um, hanging out. Again, if you haven't already, we'll have a we'll have a subscriber video coming out soon. So go do go go join the communities. Good stuff there. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. Love y'all. Go nose.